Jeff. Yes. Terrence. Uh huh. Maho. Yes. Oh, that sounded terrible. <laughs> the freaks. Yep. 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 Okay Ooh. then. We're, we're we're up. We're ready. We're early on a Sunday. We are live. I'm drawing Napoleon ice cream because I'm stupid and thought that's what it was actually called. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to correct you too. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, that was an old joke. I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start doing stupid, stupid drawings of old jokes from our game that have that out of context make little to no sense. Okay. Well, if, if you want to throw me any ideas for some of those stupid jokes, you're in the show. Yeah, but I don't have a sense of humor. All right, well, then draw tuberculosis, Mary. When you're watching and you see the rest of us laughing and you look confused, that's the joke. Oh. I'll just find the phrase or a group of words that string together. Mm. Does anybody have any topics to to discuss? uh, Well, the first thing is I, I, I appreciate the picture of the loot. Jeff. Oh, cool. I'm glad you liked it. Why is there a pinata in that? It's a llama. It's a llama from Fortnite. Uh, what? It's like a pinata that you beat up and then you get loot out of it. I mean, I guess I can piece together the concept, but I like won't. all D&D monsters. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Fortnite, so it's the random. They're so random. Yeah. XD. If you're listening to this and you're confused, Mahogany does thumbnails for our YouTube show. And she plays Fortnite. And she plays Fortnite. (laughs) Um, We were talking about loot in the main show. I don't know. Jeff, did you listen to to that episode? No, not yet. No, of course you didn't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jeff's not on that show, but uh, we were talking about doing a, a shopping episode in loot. Somebody said something about like how nerds get hard for loot. Dude busted. He goes, "That's Jeff. That's Jeff. You're talking about, by the way." <laughs> so we named the episode "Jeff Loves Loot," and I sent him the thumbnail that Mahogany made, and it looks dope. <laughs> yeah, and that's I it. don't that's... know what y'all are talking about. Yeah, I never <laughs> have to watch it. <laughs> yeah, you should still watch it. <laughs> there was a. I remember when we all used to game at the Green Dragon. We used to talk about Jeff and your character creation process. <laughs> and it got very, it got so elaborate to where basically you were just surrounded by three point four, D&D 3.5 books and candles were lit and you were completely naked <laughs> and somehow you could float. <laughs> and, and, and character concepts would run through your brain and the books that you needed would float up from the piles around you and Basically, merge. Doctor Strange for character creation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great visual. Very occult. There you rituals. go. Frank's draw that. Okay. <laughs> yes, draw Jeff naked. You know you want to. Yeah, except yeah. for the naked part. Indian style, just a, a tasteful nude shut from the back. I think <laughs> a tasteful. Well, I mean, I could I could do it from the front, but I just got to figure out how to make it look like he's not on a kickstand mm-hmm. as he's as he's floating. It's, you know, it's not just dangling down and touching the ground. 
Oh yeah. So do do uh, me from behind, so where I'm looking like I'm wearing from Doctor Strange's <laughs> coat. I've got uh, that clip now. That's <laughs> gonna be clipped out. Yeah, do me from behind. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're gonna do that, might as well reach round two. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not a monster. No. <laughs> I mean, you guys might. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I would watch that animation. Where it was just, it's just 30 seconds. You walk into the room <laughs> and the door slams, and then magically all the candles light in a weird, it wouldn't be a pentagram, it would be something more jetty. There, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just slowly do it. You were wearing this nice fur bathrobe. And you, yeah, it I just, see that. It, it just shows it fall into your ankles. And <laughs> <laughs> as you sit down in the middle of the litany 20, the bookshelves all float, the books float off and open to certain pages and they're just swirling around you and you're like, hmm, I need two bard levels, but I won't. I don't want to miss out on my base attack and then it's, just, it's fluttering books to the Book of Nine Swords or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and all of the books would kind of circle around as he floats just to hide his junk. Yeah. Like, like ion stones. Yeah. 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 I like where this is going. You can hide your junk behind an ion stone, Jeff. Come on. Mm. Well, I'm talking about books. <laughs> in, in orbit. They would be in orbit around him. <laughs> and not those flimsy little paperbacks they put out towards the end. He's talking <laughs> full on hardcore hardcover. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore. 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 Turn it off. Turn it off. Grimoires. God, I remember when I had to actually carry all the books. It was like oh a. Oh my God. It was like a duffel bag that was like from the military that had mm-hmm. full of books. And that thing must have probably weighed about 40 to 50 pounds. Mm hmm. No, I was one of the milk crate people. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was going over to Korea um, for the military, I had my books packed in one of those big army green duffel bags along with like clothes. And the thing was overweight massively. They're like, uh, I'm going to have to pay extra to get this. So I was like, how much? <laughs> Cause I'm not leaving my books behind. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Your main source of entertainment. I heard that a lot from 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 especially like Navy people because they're out at sea for so long that like RPGs were the go-to because you know what else are you gonna do out there? (laughs) (laughs) Gay. (laughs) Just get out to the sea and gay it up a bit. We're all seamen here. Yeah, that'll that'll Bobby, what, 10 minutes? What am I going to do with the rest of my 23 hours and 50 minutes? <laughs> what am I going to do during the refractory period? No. <laughs> These are like 19-year-olds. And, and you're out there for six months. Mm-hmm. I was actually surprised when I was in the military. Almost I am? no matter what base I went to, I always found a group of people that were playing D&D. It was just amazing. <laughs> Well, it is the hobby that is that you don't have to leave for and is largely free once you made the initial investment. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the big thing because it's like, huh, 
when you're in the military, you only get paid so much. And it's like, what are we going to do this weekend? Well, it's either get drunk or play D&D. I ain't got enough money to get drunk. So let's play why, D&D. Why not both? Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait. They didn't have like cheap booze at the base com- com- commissary. Is that what it's called? It's <laughs> untaxed. Yeah, but... Doesn't mean that it's cheap. Yeah. It's oh, just no. cheaper. I thought it was cheap. Well, it, it was cheap enough, but they've saved that during the weekdays when they weren't playing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, why do you guys always feed me booze whenever we're go? <laughs> loot, loot, loot. Of course. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of loot, yeah. you guys were taking... Have another beer. <laughs> I'm out of beer, and I'm not going to buy any for a while. I'm trying to lose some weight. But, um... The uh, yeah, you guys were in sigil, if I recall, taking some downtime, making 32 some... days exactly. 32 days exactly. Uh, <laughs> 32 days is exactly what I need for you or for everybody. You didn't hand me anything, I got 32 <laughs> days for me. Okay, now, so remember, I wanted the plus two king rapier and the griffin main quilted cloth armor. You never sent me anything about that. I got 32 days for 32,000 gold. It's <laughs> a thousand, it's a thousand of gold a day that you got to do it in, in eight hours. So figure it from there. Hmm. Let's see. Let's just say a little bit more than 32 days and call it. <laughs> oh, 33 bit. days. So three months later. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, sure. We're, we're yeah. not doing anything but killing time at this point in our in our campaign, right? We, we don't have any pressing world. Well, we can, we can take that time and learn more about Sigil and hopefully was, um, the different portals and ways back. That was the yeah. suggestion I wanted to bring up to the group. Was like we're talking about where to go next. I know that the the Elven Gold whatever holy sword we wanted to corrupt that at some point but does who's our who's who's y'all's boss black Rune. <clears throat> yeah lord black Rune. does lord black Rune have any foothold and sigil no no none that you know of hmm. and he's never mentioned it and <laughs> he seems to have his goals firmly pressed there on that one world mm-hmm okay um, if he, if he doesn't, I mean, this could be a clean break if we just wanted to stop working for that. Guy. <laughs> <clears throat> now that does pose an interesting opportunity, but there is, um, you know, we've got like two holds back in that other world. That I don't think we'd want to just give up on the tower and the um, where my current character come from is. The, the dragon layer that we cleared yeah, the out. Dragon layer, the dragon layer, and the uh, underground area that was in the forest. Oh no, the chasm, the tower in the chasm. Well, okay, then there's three places. Well, the the underground area blew up, and all we have is their mansion. Well, there's still some. There was some leftover stuff there. Yeah, yeah there's probably a big open cavern underneath that we can fix up however we want. So, what I'm saying is, there's enough. There's enough left in that world that, that holds the stuff. You don't want to just pass it off uh, and go plane jumping. 
but we're going to be here for what three months mm -hmm. maybe we do a little research figure out if if, if black rune does have a hold here that we don't know about that's not really what my character's good at doing um what means a player. The, guy, the guy who's good at doing that is occupied making magic <laughs> mm. looks like it's somebody it looks like you might have to pay for this kind of information and I, I imagine Why? Hmm? sorry why? <laughs> Why? I don't know. There's a question there. Oh, where's the rest of it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> okay. Well, before you get to that question, I got another question. I think there was a number that was given over the week in Discord. That yeah. I went back and listened to figure out how interesting. much. Interesting. How much animantine we got, and it was a lot. Uh, seven hundred pounds. Seven hundred pounds of animantine and twelve hundred pounds of the green steel, which is the demonic steel yes. that gives you a plus one enhancement bonus on damage without it being magical. Yeah, yes, it's just a masterwork that gives you a plus one to damage. Well, if you masterwork it, it has plus one to hit and damage. Correct. So we have that too. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I was. I was waiting on that to do the adamantine rapier that I wanted, but and then I just, I guess, I forgot to tell you that I wanted an adamantine rapier. Well, too keen. You have a very valuable commodity with you. Uh, let me do a little calculation here. Does anybody have a calculator up? I can't find anything on this interface. <laughs> I mean, I you have a computer in front of you. I know. The, <laughs> If it's a Windows computer, you just push the start menu, go down hey, to where it says. The start menu is in the middle of the screen. And I take, I figured it out. Never mind. I found it. Oh, I you got, got Windows got 11. Phone? Yeah, I got Windows fucking 11. Uh, <laughs> you got a phone nearby? Because that's what I use. Uh, I use my brain because I'm smarter than y'all. <laughs> Six brain times seven is 42. Nobody else paper. that shit. 13, 50. All right. So... <clears throat> In pure value, just like street value of the ore, you have 90, 945,000 gold pieces worth of adamantine. 945,000? 900. Yes. And that's just the adamant. And that's yes. just the adamantine. The Victorian the green steel is not as valuable. Um, but there's more of it. <laughs> yes. 500 pounds more. Well, I only need <laughs> enough to make two pounds into a rapier. And I mentioned my my arrows, my crossbow bolts. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we'll mm -hmm. call that five pounds off of that total. And then we just want to sell the rest, or we want to try. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a that's a pretty huge chunk of money. Yeah. Yeah, and we got to be very careful with that. That that puts a target on us. Uh, I'm and, sure any old shop in town has I don't know nearly a million gold. Nearly <laughs> a million gold to buy this adamantine. There won't possibly be any kind of trials or tribulations with getting rid of. <laughs> Nearly a million gold worth of uh, fantasy metal. 
<laughs> well, another part is, is, can you think of anything else that you'd want to use adamantite for? Um, I did have something across my mind, but because we have, um, because Bajo has a big floating island, it's not as nearly as important as it used to be. And that would have been a tower, um, the, I can't remember what it's called, the, um, cube, tower cube. The, uh, uh, instant, um, Darien's or, instant tower. Yeah, that's the one. I think it's just instant tower in the D20 books, but in the uh. D20... Uh, Greyhawk shit scrubbed off of it. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, uh, it was Instant Fortress, what it's called. Yeah. It. Basically, it was like a cube the size of a um, dice, and that you could uh, throw it out there, and it would turn into like a full-size crenellated tower that was made made out of pure adamantite, and you could use it basically to basically uh, camp that. That's why most adventures would take it. They take it to go camp. I mean, does then, is when you is it a one-time use item? No, no. you reuse it over and over uh, again. Okay. But now we got a permanent fortress that is a cloud. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could always take the adamantine back to Black Rune. Get some some bonus points no. for that. No, no, we could <laughs> store it in the cloud if we want to. In the cloud. Definitely not. Um. <laughs> Definitely here you go, master. Like, yeah. No, no, it wouldn't be a here you go, master. It's a hey, here's this commodity that we uh, we got for you. How about you come off a chunk of money for it? So you want to sell it to him for the for for the million gold? And he's not going to do that. Hmm. Not right. At least I wouldn't do that if I was your boss. I'd be like, thanks. Yeah. Exactly. Thank <laughs> you for contributing to the war funds. That's that's a fair point, y'all. It's a very fair point. I've never really worked for legitimate um, business owners before. It's you always kind tell. of been dictators or um, warmongers. So, I mean, I, I never really understood the whole employer-employee social contract thing. Well, he hasn't minded so much for us, like when we go to clear out an area, because we're clearing out the area and then basically capture that location for him to use for troops and for making bases out of. But when you start talking about this much, uh, welcome to the war funds. All right. Well, maybe we just come up with some sort of distribution plan and uh, <laughs> we just start dropping off chunks of adamantine in all the different places that we go so that we don't a draw that much attention to ourselves or get shitted out of you know oh we can't afford to pay you a million gold for this large lump sum and we just spread it around a little bit yeah i mean i feel like over time like we don't have i don't think we have to get rid of it all right away but definitely don't walk around like flashing it like hey look what we got um terrence you were about to tell us how much the uh Green found the green stone oh, was worth. Sorry, I got distracted by your. <laughs> That's how Jeff demands things. You were about to tell us about the I price demand, of this. I don't demand anything. I know you don't. Not verbatim. <laughs> hey, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I am wounded, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not far from the truth, but close. Oh. That's what I wanted. For those of you at home, Terrence is still trying to figure out how to use a calculator. 
No, I'm looking up an equivalent special material. Yeah, that was a hard, hard metal to find. Probably be very. You said it was ba- ba- basically Bator steel. Victorian green steel, yeah. Some kind of demon metal. Uh, mined from the nine hells, or mm-hmm. sometimes arising spontaneously through a breach in the earth. Let's see. <clears throat> Let's go with uh, four hundred a pound. How many? How much was it? Twelve hundred pounds, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Easy math here. Four hundred eighty thousand. Yo. Four hundred eighty thousand plus the almost a million. We could just set ourselves up as like um, um, metal barons somewhere, and just start distributing this 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 metal out. Like a like a. No, that's a lot of fucking bullshit to deal with. It also mm-hmm. doesn't sound fun. Yeah, that's what it's I mean like by bullshit to deal with. Early retirement is yeah. what you're talking about. It's no. like we just retire. Well, that we is an option. A little bit of money. We just yes. sell a little bit of your, something. Your characters have certainly stumbled your way into like uh, dr- dreamlike wealth here. You can take this. You can take the split and go your ways. Your characters can live comfortably wherever they choose to, on any plane, on anywhere. Yeah, it's just a a tyranny of choice right now. I got no idea where else to go. I mean, I don't want to leave you guys behind. You have my dearest, closest friends. And you've got nothing but problems to go back to. How much did you say that all was total? Uh, uh, the adamantine was nine hundred and forty-five thousand, yeah. and the green steel was four hundred and eighty thousand. Okay. Um, one million four hundred twenty-five thousand gold pieces worth of metal. I mean, that's a number too big for my brain to wrap around. <laughs> one of you already owns a magic item. Well, it. That is almost incalculable, incalculable in value. Mm-hmm. Near near artifact status. Oh no, definitely artifact status. <laughs> ah, I mean, do we just want to go kill a god? Is that kind of what? We no, want no, to no. We're, we're we're rich. We're not yeah. like math. Just, we're, you're still fucking tenth level. Yeah. <laughs> we're not idiots. Yeah. I mean, some of us. Yeah. Now, could you afford an assassin that might be able to solo a god? Maybe. <laughs> if you dump it all to it. That's less fun. No. Unless our characters now are so rich that they recruit the characters that we make next to go <laughs> kill the god. Hmm. What I'm hearing from Terrence is we all need to make 20th level <laughs> assassination uh, assassins. <laughs> God assassins, and then no, you don't want uh, me to do that. To pick on Jeff again, he'll show up with a twenty-one level <laughs> character. Make a level twenty character, and I'll come both level twenty-one. But see, legally, it yeah, is allowed. I, I use this magic item thing. I bought it. <laughs> I took this feat at first level. That's right. That's how I did it. <sighs> so, well, all right. So we have we have made good on our. Um, well, Black Rune has made good on his deal in to make us wealth be wealthy beyond our wildest dreams by serving him. I mean, I, I never dreamed to have this kind of money. 
So and you never uh, will. Uh, tag Jim. <laughs> <laughs> now we split this three ways. Fifty <laughs> percent this chance. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So while I mean, those two are fighting, like Xarius, <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> take the cloud and we're off. Let's, let's take our money and go. <laughs> Never to be seen again. <laughs> Live happily ever after on a nice floating artifact cloud. <laughs> it is very strange. Like the only other time I've played a game where we had this much wealth, it was we were like first level or something in I think Starfinder, and uh, it was obvious that we were going to lose all of it. You know, <laughs> it's like there's no way the D- dungeon master Ryan at the time w- is going to let us keep this much wealth at the start of the game we all understood that it was part of the adventure hook and we'll lose it almost all of us understood there was the one guy that was gaming with us that got legitimately mad uh. <laughs> <laughs> was like, all his plans for that money i was like dude you had to know that there's yeah no even way. even me mr greed yeah would have understood that you yeah. stole my imaginary money. <laughs> yeah, here you are, first level. Here's enough gold to equip an entire party of 10th level characters. Well, Starfinder. the first thing I would have thought was in StarCraft, he would have said, there's your money to get you a ship that's like a quarter of the cost of a true ship. Now, could, yeah. that, no. now you got to pay rent for the rest of your life to pay it off. <laughs> that's why you well, That's what they do in what? Uh, Traveler, you start off with a debt. Mm. <laughs> Call of Cthulhu uses credit rating. Mm. Like you don't have actual currency count in a lot of those skill-based games. You have a a skill that you roll to determine whether you have enough credit to afford it. Which I kind of <laughs> like that. Eh. Yeah. Uh, people like having a number in their head. Yeah, I like having yes. I like seeing a bank account go ching ching ching. Jeff people loves like, loot. People yes. like people like numbers go up. Obviously, <laughs> stonks. Me like numbers. Me like numbers go big big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I guess the question here is. Do we want to, because this is probably a good time if we were going to take a break, and let me say a break, with these characters while they sort their lives out and decide what they really want to do. Would this be a good time to make a secondary campaign of maybe good guys that would be fighting against these guys, trying to find, you know, all the evils that we have done to do the good in the world to try to fight back? We were a group of farmers in a town that a giant hand ransacked. <laughs> Yo, I actually, I love that concept that we would all be from Handy's Rest. And it's not the name of the town. <laughs> it is now. It is now. I know it's Trader's Fork, but still, you know, we're all from. So that was the original town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now the ruins are called Handy's Rest because, um, um, Valric went back and put up a sign <laughs> and rescued Handy from a from a, a pit trap that he was in where he murdered some children. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it might be kind of fun to be good for a little while. Is this I the think. same town where we were doing the um, where just we met carousing the in the tower? 
In the tavern? Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. This is where the werewolves were out. And where, um, I think where Toker's character was trying to, um, where he was going to get assassinated, he kind of turned himself into a woman and tried to seduce the guy. <laughs> no, but, but his MO was to basically turn into women to find out who had the most money at a bar so that he could follow that person home and then murder and rob them. But the person I followed home to murder and rob ended up being part of a werewolf bounty hunter group <laughs> that uh, tried to murder all of us. Um, That's where the lady was swining the, the pretty girls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, pretty, pretty girls got swined. Yeah, now you're mm-hmm. a pig, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you think you're cute or something? <laughs> now you smell like funyuns and rotted fruit. Um, well, if you guys want to do that, I'm fine with that. That's 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 we could do that. I mean, I like having these characters, I'm enjoying them, but this is kind of one of those things where it'd be uh, while we're kind of deciding where we want to deliberate, yeah. What's 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 uh, because yeah, um, yeah, this is a good spot to make a break where we got plenty of time to get used to sigil, um. Especially if we decided to go plane hopping, this is the place to go plane hopping from. And because I remember I had some, uh, I played some adventures back in the day. Um, one of them was called World Serpent Inn. That was, it was fun. a book of planes, uh, adventures. And it, it was like, it was like sigil shrunk down to a tavern. <laughs> Every door in the tavern had went to another plane. So there was all kinds of stuff that you could go do and the game master was able to take you to all kinds of different places that you normally would not get a chance to go see. So, Oops. and I think you were talking about wanting to go tax some uh, good line creatures that we normally wouldn't have a chance to go do. Yeah, that's something I'd really like that. to do that's with an evil, in an evil campaign is, is, is fight that other half of all the monster manuals. Okay. Well, uh, you can go back to that world, or we could start just to to better familiarize yourself with the city and its setting. We could do the low level heroic adventures here in Sigil, or we could I could come up with something like a fresh world to be part of, or whatever. What would you rather do? Well, for this campaign, I, I think it'd be kind of cool to use Sigil kind of as a base, and we could have some adventures here in Sigil because the the power level here in Sigil is closer to our power level of our characters now. All right. Um, Things that you meet just walking through town, you can see demons and devils and angels and stuff walking around this town. Yes. And the Lady of Pain is what actually keeps the law per se. She keeps everybody from just attacking each other on sight everybody knows better i mean if she still allows some uh attacks and stuff but i oh, yeah, know uh, there's there's plenty of fighting in the streets yeah. but like her her main focus is the big picture shit no invading armies no gods right no gods that is her hard rule <laughs> so i mean i think of this is like a multi of uh, stargate where you had all you know stargate went all to the different worlds and stuff this is sigil. Every door can go to some place. 
even little cracks in walls could take you to another place. So, I mean, parents can come up with all kinds of adventure hooks from this location. I mean, just it's kind of almost endless. Now that uh, you said no gods, that makes me wonder, is that why the outsider could not join me here? Was he actually He threw his hands up like he didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, he wanted wanted to kill Jeb. That's what it was. More so, it's just that connection is slightly broken. That direct connection. Yeah, you're on another plane. You're, you're you're so far removed from where you're from, like e- even magic cannot bridge it for the most part. <laughs> so you're talking about doing adventures from Sigil with our current evil characters. Me, well, I, was I mean, talk- I'm, I'm I'm saying that this could be done. I mean, not necessarily right this second, but no, no, no. We can always come back to this, and that's where we'd run from. I mean, we we can do like three or four good uh, missions and stuff, enjoy ourselves, and maybe Terrence is like, "All right, I've got a good campaign hook for the evil campaign. Y'all want to jump back into that?" And then we jump back in for you know a good couple missions there, and then you know for a hook, and then we can come back to the good campaign. So he can basically rotate between the two while he's kind of coming up with ideas for each each group. I mean, that's all t- that's up to Terrence, though. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, but I, I was asking you, where would, where would you prefer the break thing to happen? Here in Sigil or back in your other home, home world? Like, you can go on. There's plenty of low-level things you can do or lower-level things you can do. As as good guys here in Sigil or back home, wherever you would prefer. I, I think we start off back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like we, the idea of us playing against ourselves, like trying right. to hunt ourselves down. And the other good part of that is that lets you further let us explore your world. Mm-hmm. You've already built the world that you've already got, and let I'm us not- actually explore it from a good point of view. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> I was only building this world out from out, where, but <laughs> I was only building this world out from where you're from, where you go. So uh, basically, the valley is all I really have, <laughs> and a couple of ancillary countries. But well, the, um, the valley was where we want to um, be anyway, because we're trying yeah. to be the antithesis of our current evil party. Alrighty. Well then. Um, are we all in agreement that that's what we want to do? I'm fine with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like I'll the be, idea of us recording this. Yeah, and honestly, I'll yeah, be me too. You, I I love my character, but I, every so often I'd like to play something else mm-hmm. instead of like killing this character off, so I can go play something else, like certain other people. I think I will uh, <laughs> would just like to have another game that we can kind of rotate back and forth with so I can actually enjoy Was that a jab at me? The concept. No, 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 no one at all. It no was a jab at me and no, it's not because I, I wanted that. I wouldn't dare jab anybody in our group. Lucky well, jab me a little. <laughs> Look, I, I, I retired. I retired for Terrence's sake because we were debuffing <laughs> all of his monsters to the point where it was no fun. But I tell you what, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I never. It was like right after that. No, right no, after that. I did it. For, I did it for the 
I, I, I play these games for a few reasons, but mainly it's because I really enjoy tactical combat type video games and always they're, have. They're easy to break. These games are very easy to break. <laughs> yeah, and you can't, uh, they're, they're easy to break, and, and but you so I want the combats to be fun, even if it means I'm playing a character that's not optimized, you know? Um, because I, I don't want it to be <laughs> the same. Every, oh, I show up at a, and it's gone. Um, that's why I play games like Elden Ring. I don't want to be able to make a guy that can just go in and one shot a boss. Doesn't, doesn't feel fun to me. Jeff, on the other hand, loves doing that. So well, I feel well, like us together, we meet in the middle. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. I believe that whatever you build should not be, you shouldn't be just grabbing the best things you possibly can and slapping no. them together with some kind of Frankenstein monster thing that would not exist. But I do believe you guys literally carried around a Frankenstein monster in a bag. I know. Hush. Five levels. <laughs> no, hush. <laughs> and we still Miss almost Miss you die. every day, goalie. Yeah. <laughs> Miss you every day. Pour one out for my goalie. But, but my but my belief is every character that you build should have a good story and background to it. And then you build within it. Make a good character. I mean, I've seen people that made wonderful backstories wonderful characters that were for role-playing mm-hmm. horrible horrible at actually doing anything in the game oh he's talking that one's talking about me <laughs> no, no 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 i'm talking about pathfinder society when i went to go to some oh. other gaming oh. <laughs> i had i ran i ran into people that like oh my character could do blah blah and they were great they might be great at skills you know diplomacy and stuff but when we actually went into combat they couldn't do nothing I'm like, why are you here? I don't think I don't think Jeff was there, but were you? Because I know I know Terrence wasn't. I know the rest of y'all weren't. But I can't remember if Jeff was there or not for when uh, for the Giant Slayer when Homegirl made the pacifist farmer for the Giant Slayer module. Oh no, I wasn't there for that. Yeah. I would have had a stroke. It's just like what you know, combat happens. She was like, eh, I don't do combat. And we're like, this is a, a, a whole book that's based off a, a <laughs> town that's getting ransacked by orcs and giants, like. What do you do then? I, I'm a farm. <laughs> it's oh, called God. Monster Slayer. No. So it's an animal crossing. He healed some. Actually, actually, I'm fine with that if she's doing like a lot of debuffing and healing nope. and keeping everybody alive and stuff. But nope. most most of those people not that involved. do that kind of stuff are not like that. Yeah, not involved. <laughs> I want to be the people that run off the screen the first two seconds of the movie. Oh, okay. Ah, Godzilla! Yeah. Cool. It was fun playing with you. See you in three years when we start our next campaign and you have to run out the room. <laughs> so if everybody's in agreement to this, what kind of character concept are you looking at for doing with the good campaign? Well, first off, Terrence, what level would you want us to start at? Uh, what would you, uh, what would you guys rather do? Three or five? I would like three. Mm. Well, of course I'd love five, but I think I think three's I, a I nice start. Three, yeah. three's, three's a good starting point. All right, three it is. I agree. Three is the best. How many build points you guys want to do? The full heroic or just the twenty? Well, we're twenty-five, aren't we? With uh, our evil guys, yeah, I'd like to be uh, full. Yeah, twenty five with these. That's fine. 
Yeah, I was just I will tell you we what, could do epic fantasy twenty five. Yeah, I will tell you what I would like to do. I would like to do a gunslinger alchemist. Okay, is what I'm looking at building. As long as I'm not running the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one that Will ran. God, that got on my nerves. I mean, it's a great character concept and shit, but it was just like I hit touch AC and it hits him with a bullet and a bomb. And I was just like, son of a bitch. Or a bomblet to there yeah. sometimes. A bomblet. Yeah, they're, they're nasty damage outputters. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Now, if you are an alchemist gunslinger, the only thing that you are missing out on by using your bombs as bullets is the splash damage. You don't get that. Uh, yeah, the discovery cares? that you have to take to put your bombs on a bullet. Yeah, but I don't have to put my bombs on a bullet. Yeah, you can still throw them. No. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 a dope class. Um, well, Mahogany hasn't played much Pathfinder compared to the rest of us. Do you have an idea for a character for anybody else says anything? I mean, outside of the fact that it's going to be uh, one of those tavern girls who's very anti-Tiffany. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty much all I got. You could also be somebody traveling through the town. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> you're somebody who got uh, who got piglet that night. Uh, you're mm-hmm. you're a pig faced paladin girl. Or, or, Not or, anymore. Well, she recovered but, from it. So what happened was, I got turned pig, and the guy who was my betrothed decided, I don't know how I feel about you anymore. And before we could reconcile, he was ripped apart by a giant hand. (laughs) (laughs) And now that I'm back to my normal self, I just don't, yeah, like, I feel like I need to, like, I feel like I need to to get revenge on Tiffany and and her friends (laughs) from that night. And to right the wrongs that have been wrought upon this world. And your little mm-hmm. friends too. But any what idea I, of like what kind of class you might want to play? What did I just say? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I know she had said one point. I think Bard at one point a couple of weeks yeah. ago or something. But I mean, yeah, yeah you got all kind of options. I mean, you were yeah. interested in Monk too, but you got to back up Monk for the other campaign. Yeah, that's why I say I don't. I don't know. All right. Uh, how about you, Frakes? What are you looking at on the Frakes? Uh, I have been not thinking about this at all. Um, Good. So I'm either <laughs> just think off the top of my head, either a monk, but I've played monk a lot. You know what I've never played? Inquisitor. Oh, God. <laughs> Another Inquisitor that doesn't inquis it. Why are you lumping me in with Kevin? I'm lumping you, really you in with everybody that's played an Inquisitor so far. I'm a very role play focused guy. I would love to inquisit. Sure. But what kind of Inquisitor? Yeah, that's the that's what I'm looking at now. Um, because know. there's a, a shitload. Thinking mm. maybe Paladin. That's cool. Ooh. I'd like to have one of those in a game once. Hey. Uh, I've or any paladin. Yeah, mm, okay. <laughs> I actually played a, a straight up paladin but. and forgot that they were fearless several times and ran <laughs> when the rest of the party ran 
and then went, oh yeah, I'm fearless. And then I turn around and go back to fight the thing. I've played, I love playing Paladin. <laughs> yeah, Paladin's actually pretty cool, Maho. I think you might actually like it. The problem with the games we used to run with Paladin is that they're, they're, they were lawful good. And the party would always want to venture into those gray areas. <laughs> neutral, uh, chaotic, neutral. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, yeah so I'm, in three, I'm not evil. 3.5 had the, uh, I had to take the uh, gray, was it gray guard? Yeah. Uh, just so that I could fit in with the rest of the part. Um, yeah, I love, I love Paladin. I think, I think Mahogany would play a, a great Paladin. I think she would too. Now, what Saunders should have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Saunders would, would be a good Paladin. Like she's got the, the mindset for it. Yeah, like if I had known exactly what a paladin was when I built her, then she would have been a paladin. But I wasn't aware until it was too late. No. Everybody's first character is never optimized. Okay, I'll shut up. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying to make you feel better. You know what? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'll stop. Now... Um, I kind of played Jeb as if he were a swashbuckler, but I had thought about the mechanics of swashbuckling. That seems fun. Well, just to let you know, I will be taking uh, trap finding. Okay. So we got our rogue and we got our tank. And if you're going to play an inquisitor, you could be the face. Well, it's also a rogue character too. I thought it's a rogue class. That's an investigator. Oh. I thought it was like rogue and something. That's you're you're doing inquisitor. That's a rogue cleric. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm. I'm, I'm debating. I'm I'm up in the air. I don't know. Actually, they're parent cool. classes of investigator cool. or alchemist and rogue. Yeah. The, the, what a, what a cluster. Okay. Are you doing inquisitor or investigator? Because inquisitor is the cleric thief, which are almost like a paladin thief. Well, oh, they can do Bane and stuff like Smite. It's very similar to that. They're, They're really very cool, and they that. got good um, got good skills for that kind of stuff. If you're doing Inquisitor, pretty much you're doing a rogue alchemist, which is kind of investigator. Inquisitor, investigator is the one with yeah. the yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go ahead and, and nail down. I'm gonna start with Inquisitor and <laughs> see what kind of um. Um, archer types they have. What about yeah. you, Toker? Um, not paladin now. <laughs> right? We'll have a subpar paladin for the party, I guess. Hacking <laughs> 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 good hack. <laughs> <laughs> so the nice thing is, so far... All three classes that have been chosen can actually heal themselves. Yeah. And see, normally with a good campaign, I I look at cleric like the bass player. Normally nobody wants to be the cleric, but they always want one in the party. (laughs) Um, So I normally play like a a Healy type, but it's like paladins can heal and alchemists can heal and inquisitors can heal. So I feel like that's covered. So maybe I don't need to to worry about that. You um, arcane power. 
I mean, you know, wizards are always dope. Uh, bring back old Grapple Cadabra. <laughs> yeah, dwarf. I don't know. I thought because uh, the dwarf was straight up like Grapple Wizard with all the earth ma- magics. It's like I was thinking about at one point playing um, a wizard that's like, you know, one of the other like main elements doing an elemental wizard for like you know water or air or something because everybody loves fireball and shit so just that that feels kind of played out to me um you also have druid yeah i'd like i like druid a lot too and there's a lot of a lot of ways to go with druid with with actually there's a badass druid it's called the goliath druid that lets you turn into a giant Mm. no big mclarge huge who's gonna do that i just go straight barbarian uh, well, when I was looking at it, I was going to look at one level barbarian with druid. Of course you were, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> uh, I refuse to play monk. Every, I always like, maybe I should play a monk. I just, the monks don't, I don't care about monks at all. There's, I like being able to grab different weapons and shit. I don't like being restricted on armors. Um, monks are always lighter on what loot they can get. Yeah, I, got, I know where you're going with that. That's, that's, real that's specific, yeah. That's never a, a class that I've been super <laughs> into. Because um, Toker loves loot. I do. I do enjoy the loot. Um, like the string know. instrument or the gold? I, I don't like being restricted on, like, when everybody's like, oh, look, a plus one magic sword. Well, I can't get it because I'm a monk. <laughs> The fun right. thing is that you guys are, since you have the bases covered, we've got uh, healing, we've got a tank, we've got uh, trap finding, and a tired mahogany. Please don't yell it to the mic. Um, bard's <laughs> always an option, too. I do like bards, mainly because most people hate bards. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm between Druid and Bard. Every time I've played a Bard, I've felt fucking useless. <laughs> yeah, that's because you don't play them right. Well, that may as well be true, but... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> From my pa- um, when I was in Pathfinder Society, one of my characters was a Bard Druid. So I took one level of Bard, and I know y'all hate doing that kind of stuff. Or I took I'm one level of Bard and went up Druid the rest of the way. It was actually amazingly fun because... Either in early levels, I could still sing and give everybody a bonus. Mm-hmm. But later on, I was I was able to sling spells out there and turn into elementals and stuff like that. So I always had something to fall back on. You know, I always had the bardic song that I could do. So there was a lot of cool things with that. Yeah, I've, the bar that I played was, last time I played a bar, it was 3.5, and we were running Ravenloft. So I, I felt exceptionally useless except for at certain moments it, it really shined but it was a prestige class i got to go into later called secret of the song which yeah. was uh which was dope when we hit that prestige i felt like it finally it paid off the one could, that actually gave you yeah. some attack songs yeah because i could sing um i could sing a song of fire and everybody in the party would have fire resistance but then i could end the song to basically do a fireball um, Let's all just take one level of bard, and we'll start off at level four. <laughs> that way, we can be a traveling band. The beat alls. That oh, that's, that's from uh, that's Powerpuff Girls. Isn't it? 
<laughs> I actually thought that that would be kind of fun to play an all bard group or an, a bard mixed group. Uh, well, you don't have to bard. actually have to be bard. You can just take one of your background skills as perform whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that does all the same stuff that bard does? No, it doesn't yeah. do all the same stuff bard does, but it does let you be a band. <laughs> uh, what, what it does is it lets you, like if someone like me, where I'm doing Gunslinger Alchemist, it doesn't hamstring you with having to take three classes now. <laughs> Which sometimes I don't see it as a hamstring so much. But in this case, yes, I would. I don't know. When you do that, like, you don't take Bard as your first level, right? It would be well, like actually if you're doesn't just, matter. It actually, doesn't I matter? usually no, it really doesn't matter. I, I, well, okay, let me rephrase that. Usually, I try to take the the like if there's any kind of feats that I really want that are based off of a class. So like if I need a a class a feat that's going to have to requires a plus one attack bonus for you to even take it, then you might as well take it at first level. Or if I you know like a barbarian where I want to have those 12 full hit points. You know, there basically it's just one of those things where I figure out what feats I'm trying to get and what are the requirements and can I the class that I'm wanting at first level let me get feats that I'm needing. We're getting some deep cuts in the just process here. Mm-hmm. Ah. The books are floating. <laughs> why, yes, they are. That's why y'all cannot see me right now. Yes, dicks <laughs> out. <laughs> dicks out for character creation. Oh my god, there's so <laughs> many There's so many archetypes for Druid. There are. Yeah, there's a lot for Inquisitor, too. Yeah, the Druid one is more so, um, do you want to be more of a spellcasty Druid, or do you want to be a more of a melee-type Druid? Um, there's a spellcasting yeah. Druid that gives you, like, illusion spells, or charm spells. Um, but it turns your base attack into a plus one, just like a, a magic user caster. Hmm. Um, nobody's picking nobody's picking vigilante nobody wants to be batman it's upsetting (laughs) yeah that's because it's a stupid concept actually i think i might play a vigilante next time i get to make character because there is one i kind of like but it like secret identity part is just so dumb to me oh i never hardly do the secret identity shit like the the warlock um the warlock one the warlock uh subclass for it I quite like because it, it gives magic arrows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that, so what did you decide on, Toker? Uh, He's still yeah. looking. I'm going through the, the archetypes to see if something pops out at me, but I'm probably going to go through it. Um, <laughs> are you going to go with the animal companion or are you going to go where you lose the animal companion and gain a domain? Yeah, I don't know. Now that that has us at kind of a, a lack of arcane. Uh, Not necessarily. Yeah. Is there an arcane druid? <laughs> Probably. Well, like I said, there was a druid. The druid. There's a druid that's got like fake connections, and they get a lot of the charm spells. Um, like I said, it turns you into a plus one, almost like a rigor mage spellcaster you would get your animal companion instead of a familiar yeah or elemental ally which sounds fun right 
First level, an elemental ally has four elemental Edeons she can summon. One each for each elements of air, earth, fire, and water. I saw that one, but there's something about it I didn't like. It replaces nature's bond and wild shape. That's probably the part. Uh, That's the uh, part. Bond and wild shape. Now, um, you, you mentioning summoning made me think of the actual summoner class. And I played with a guy who his build as a summoner was a healer. And he would summon um, positive energy elementals. Mm-hmm. And that was how he would heal. He would just direct them to stay with people and just constantly bathe them with positive energy. It's pretty solid build. I mean, nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. Like nobody went below half hit points. Hardly ever. Oh, I'm sure that was very irritating. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards <laughs> Druid though, for sure. Yeah. All right, we've got we got it nailed down almost. Does my god have to be lawful good if I'm a paladin? I would prefer you one, play one step. But yeah, he's like one of the good gods. It doesn't have to be a lawful good god. It could be a neutral good god, got a good god. It could also say. be lawful. Oh so no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a lawful neutral god. <laughs> but uh in this game, paladins have to be lawful good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting this isn't fifth ed. Yeah, or second edition. Yeah, where they had the variation archetypes for each, each alignment. <laughs> you know, I feel like if you if you scroll down on that website, there's probably a variation for each alignment somewhere in that goddamn yeah. subclass list. <laughs> what? Like, uh, let me go look at Paladin real quick. Yeah, I hadn't looked at that recently. Archetypes, I mean, not not subclasses. No, yeah, you're talking about archetypes. Yeah. What uh, the town that that we're, we'll be coming from? That God, was, that's um, a shit ton of fucking Paladin. <laughs> yeah. Where do you? Uh, the D the D twenty PFSRD website. The archetypes near the bottom. Yeah, you scroll all the way down till you see like a big. Uh, Graph that has there the archetypes. Are you archetypes in Hero Lab. Oh, I don't fucking know. Oh. You have to, to pick your first level and then mm-hmm. you can add a new archetype at the bottom and scroll through it. Oh, okay, I see. And just be honest, what I normally do mahogany is I actually go to the PFR um B20 PFR PFSRD site, look at the class, go through the archetypes there before I actually go into um Hero Lab because Hero Lab is kind of hard sometimes to see all the mm-hmm. things, bells and whistles. All the benefits. Yeah. Ooh, holy gun. <laughs> no. Yeah, a gunslinger paladin. Literal paladin from the TV show. Yeah. Paladin. <laughs> Which is a show that's way out of my age bracket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's that? I see. Hmm. I see gray paladin for paladins that are um, older. I got your joke. I didn't laugh, but I got it. I didn't laugh. <laughs> hmm. Various oaths. 
Hmm. Pearl Seeker. What the fuck is that? Ooh. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, I know what this is. This is like an aquatic paladin that they wouldn't let themselves call Holy Diver. Holy Diver! Out of respect for Dio, they decided not to, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go with a straight up Inquisitor. No archetype. Do you know which archetype Kevin used? Is there like a not, never asking questions and hitting shit with a hammer type <laughs> archetype? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so the only, only thing I'm seeing is the gray. What is this too? Caden and Kaleen have um, Inquisitors? It seems a bit too harsh. Well, you gotta remember now, an Inquisitor just a, doesn't necessarily uh, just have to go after it can like be going after monsters that your god doesn't like or different things. You you basically choose your um, your god's enemies and that's who you're going after. So, um, teetotalers, uh, anti-gambling advocates, yeah. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> if I go, so with the, the gray, go ahead. If I go with the Goliath druid, I could just summon dinosaurs, which that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> yes. I am Jurassic Park. <laughs> the whole park. Yeah, <laughs> the whole park. Honestly, but, the Goliath druid is kind of cool. That's what I was looking at. And what would be fun for our listeners is me trying to enunciate these uh, dinosaur names. The names? <laughs> Copsogonathus. Right. I, I, I was very appreciative of the Eberron campaign setting of just giving them nicknames. <laughs> Ooh, Velociraptor. Pick- I know that one. <laughs> Can we pick any deity? Uh, any deity that isn't fucking evil would be nice. God. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean like from any pantheon. If if you worship, you have to worship with like if you are a worshiper that gets divine spells, you have to be within one step of the alignment of the god. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what? Which one do you want to to worship? I don't know. Uh, there's just a whole lot of <clears throat> pantheons that have. A whole bunch of different um, deities. So it's like, do I want to go with the dwarven, the elven? I was going for the standard Pathfinder pantheon for this region of the world. Okay. And that would be from Zon Kuthon to Abadar? Sure. Whatever the ones that are in the book. Four deities. Gotcha. But that does include race specific deities for dwarves, elves, halflings, etc. Does your favored weapon actually come into play? Oh, the god's favorite weapon? Yeah. Uh, for um, some, yes. Uh, Inquisitors are proficient with their god's favorite weapon. So are paladins. So if you if you pick a, some a weapon, if your god has a weapon that you're not proficient with, you will be proficient with that weapon. Mm-hmm. Is it like, un- like unarmed too? combat? There's also a, um, a a archetype called Tempered Champion that specializes in the deity's favorite weapon. 
So you get a bunch of fighter feats specifically for that kind of weapon. Hmm. It's like I like Aristil as the god for this person, but I don't care for bowing, <laughs> long bowing. Actually, oh, no, good. Actually, and you'd already get that anyway as a as a as a paladin as longbow. Mm-hmm. They get all martial weapons, so. Mm-hmm. Trying to be like an archer paladin? No, oh. that's what I'm saying. Is like I don't. I'm not really trying to do yeah. archery. So if that, if that would like make it so that's what I have to do, or else lose yeah. a bunch of shit, then that would not be absolutely. Not, and I would not take Tempered Champion because Tempered Champion, you lose your spell casting. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do any archetype. I don't. I don't think I know enough about the class to do an archetype. No, that's that's where I'm at too. I don't know enough. Paladin has a shit ton to offer right on its own, and a lot of yeah. it's really great. They're really great healers. Um, if if you if you put a little effort into that, and yeah, they're the only, solid fighters. Only thing that looks like when I'm looking at the archetypes that are available for me to add in Hero Lab, Witch Hunter jumps out at me. But the first thing that says abilities replace channel positive energy, which makes that a no. Ooh, <laughs> no, probably not. There's like the idea of her being a witch hunter because there's nothing stopping you from still being a witch hunter. It just mm-hmm. you're not that archetype. Yeah, there's like a really good feat for it, but what is the one that lets you disrupt? Always... Yeah, the one disrupt spell casting is <laughs> really good. Hmm. Ooh, and of course step up, fuck, <laughs> which I hate. Step up is an awesome feat. For a player. Step up and then step up and strike. <laughs> if somebody's like making a five foot step so they can cast a spell out of your range, you can go, nope, follow them right with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too bad, so sad. It seems like every time I end up with that feat, though, it's like I get to use it once. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one more time if the DM forgets. Almost like the game master magically knows all your abilities. You know, I don't. I don't appreciate your gross accusations, Jeff. I don't remember shit about any of your characters, and it should be well. You should be well aware of it by now. I want to say Toker's the DM that did it to me. (laughs) What did I do? Remembered about step up and just never made it so that I could use it again after the first time. Here, let me clarify. You did her wrong. You did her real wrong. I completely forgot that you had step up. Do you still have it? No, I'm talking about on some character from a game that we're not playing anymore. Oh well, then you know whatever. Me 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 no, I, the only one I'm talking about was Goliath Druid. I think I'm going to play Halcyon Druid. Okay. Um, that covers know? Arcane. Oh, At nice. level four. Nice. Does anybody know what the Imperial Lords are? They are like angels. They're not gods per se, but they're like high level angels that are nearly as about as powerful as gods. 
Yeah, like uh, Michael and Gabriel, those right. Archangel so, types. Because I could be a god of them, or I could be a uh, inquisitor of them. I mean, you could be an inquisitor of any anything. You can make up a saint and say you're the <laughs> inquisitor of it. Technically, you can be even an inquisitor of an ideal. It's true. Yeah, there there is a deityless. Um, Excuse me. Philosophies. That is kind of a fun idea. Oh, good. We're going to have an inquisitor of stoicism. Hooray. <laughs> yeah, that's who you want is your face. <laughs> inquisitor <laughs> of happiness. You will be happy. Epicureanism. Does <laughs> that have food? to do with food? Yeah. Um, kinda. It's mostly about like living, living temperately and, you know, living your best life without uh, doing yourself damage or others. Anyway, <laughs> it just happens to be down through years. It is mostly associated with food now. I there don't like only getting three skill points. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, depends on, yeah, are you being a human or? Yeah. Okay. Isn't that what was in that town? Yeah, that, that's well, human, halfling, dwarf, all the base races. Mm-hmm. There is, um, but yeah, but don't forget, don't forget to click on your um, your background skills too, so you get at least a little bit extra. Mm. I think I might go with Shaylin. Shaylin, I don't know. I don't know. Nice. She is the goddess of beauty and luck, I believe. Mm-hmm. Art, beauty, love, and music. Neutral good. Yeah. <laughs> You're a really aggressive art critic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do those brush strokes mean to you? or Aristil. I like Aristil because that just seems like the stuff. Got a family farming, hunting, and trade. That just seems like the kind of stuff that a small town girl would be would be it would be like what she was all about she was like about to get married and have her own family and blah 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 and then it then it all kind of fell apart so she's fighting for other people's families and and for them to just have nice simple lives if that's what they choose so she was a good girl loved her mama Um, loved Jesus in America too Ay, ay, ay. I feel like my person, my personal stuff makes me think ugh, when I think of an actual paladin. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I get that. You know, just like bring it down 7,000 notches, please. But <laughs> I mean, you can be cool about it. You don't have to be, you know, aggressive in your evangelism. All right, a Joker. There's a um, there's a druid class called Face Speaker. Yeah, supposed to talking out of your ass. <laughs> Did you say face or Faye? Faye Speaker. Oh, okay, yeah. I heard Face Speaker. <laughs> <laughs> face Speaker. Peekaboo. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play an android inquisitor. I'm just kidding. 
Damn it, you. So you said just um, the base races, like half orc, halfling, half human, gnome, dwarf, elf. You know, run it by me, but nothing like super monstrous, please. <laughs> oh, uh, I wasn't thinking super monstrous. I was thinking like ASMR. Or, um, get real tired of ASMRs, but all right, sure. Uh, what's the, um, what is that? Venera? The monkey people? Yeah. <laughs> that tickled you a little bit. It did. It's just the look on his face when he said it. It was the uh, just ugh, ugh. here's your Napoleon ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I feel like face races make sense. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to go half-elf. I can't just be a human. Even though a human has mechanical advantage in many cases. <laughs> if you're an optimizer. <clears throat> yeah, Jeff, I was looking at face speaker, but I like the one I picked better. Okay. What did you pick better? Um, I picked that, that Haclonian druid. So the Hyclonian Druid, or Halcyon Druid. Probably that. Yeah, that sounds better. Uh, I've got a, a bonded mask, which will, is, is like a wizard's bonded item. Mm-hmm. Let's be cast additional spells per day. Uh, I add all knowledge checks to my skill class, class skills and diplomacy, and I can add half my level to diplomacy and knowledge skills. Wait. Uh, I can add half my class level to diplomacy and knowledge local checks. Uh, I gave up nature bond and wild empathy so far. Uh, I can spontaneously cast all spells from the good cleric domain, which you looked at, and it's like protection from evil and things like that, which will probably come in handy. Uh, But where it really kicks off for me is at fourth level. Uh, At fourth level and every two levels thereafter, the Halcyon Druid chooses two spells from the Wizard Sorcerer <laughs> list and adds them to her Druid spell list. The chosen oh, spell must be at least one level lower than the highest level spell she can currently cast. So I get to add, you know, any uh, arcane spell. Magic missile. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's, just, I like the options there and I've got the the knowledges to, to go with it. Uh, I kind of like the idea Druids of the Halcyon Circle embrace the teachings of Old Mage Jetem, Jet, Jetembe. I don't know who that is. Uh, basically, they're these druids are peacekeepers, uh, mediating between people and nature, people in the spirit world, and different groups of people. Yet, when necessary, they use their magic to fight enemies of peace, especially demons and demon cultists. Um, so, I'm, I'm thinking maybe my character has shown up at the app has been sit here aftermath of what happened because there was werewolf fights and a, a undead giant hand raised the city so maybe my character was sent here to to help the city itself and then to try and track down whoever caused this uh, that was my thought for my inquisitor as well well maybe we could be traveling together uh, yeah. maybe me and you already know each other um, well I'm, if I'm a half elf what race are you I have 
chosen yet, but I was thinking probably a, one of the small races, like either Gnome or Halfling or something. So we could have either met on the way, or you're somebody that I knew. Mm. Uh, or Damn. I could just be yes. a straight up elf elf. I can't play a kit soon. I guess. <laughs> Why well, kit soon, Jeff? You get an extra level from it? Huh. <laughs> Does it come with a powerful magic item, maybe? Nope. Are you 900 years old and have nine tails? Nope. Do you want to turn into an animal? Yes. Is it to read the qualifications for some sort of other thing? No. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> actually, actually, it's it's more so to kind of play up the rogue aspects. Hmm. Actually, you know what? I might play a dwarf. Dwarf druids are dope. Oh, that'd be yeah. fun. I'll be an no, elf. No, you be a dwarf. No, I got permission for me to be a kitsune. 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 Yep. What if I changed it from a kitsune into instead of a fox person as a cat person? And just play a cat folk. No. And there's a specific reason why I won't play kitsune. He wants to turn into a small animal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so instead yeah. of a fox, it'd be a cat. <laughs> so uh, ne- Neko Wafer Kitsune. <laughs> uh, yokai. Kitsune. Thank you. It's gonna yes, drive me insane. Neko yokai would be what the spirit uh, would be. It's a neko yokai. I don't know. I'm not Japanese. Neither am I, but I, I consume a lot of Japanese uh, media. You watch a lot of anime. We know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm studying the language, and if you're going to say it, say it right. Now, I will say that this past weekend, yesterday, I, uh, I watched something that wasn't anime for the first time in a long time, and uh, I'm happy with it. It's kind of nice. He's speaking of English. <laughs> was it about super fascists? Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. The boy. I mean, if you're if you're gonna watch something about fascists, you might as well watch the super ones. Yeah, I watched C-SPAN. Boom. <laughs> is um is the season over or is there like another episode? I think that was it. I think they only do eight episodes per season. Mm. It felt kind of like the end, but then also like setting up for the next season. Yeah, like I just don't look at episode. Like I don't look at the number. I don't know what episode number it was. I, yeah, I just know. Oh, there's a new one. Excuse me. Dog crying. Anyway. Oh man. Yeah, I just I'm 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 torn. I haven't played a straight-up elf elf in a long, long time. But they kind of suck for my build. Then don't use it. <laughs> well, I'll go half-elf. I thought we were all going to be from the town. We are. You guys are talking about, oh, maybe we met on the road. Oh, well, I mean... Oh, you don't necessarily have to be from the town. You could have been in the town when all this happened. 
or you were sent to the town to figure out what 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 had happened. And I'm so like, literally I mean, not from the town. Is what <laughs> yeah, no, I, I forgot about that. I'd rather yeah, be from so the no. town. <laughs> or maybe my God sent me here to help defend the town, but I failed at it. Failure. Like you know, you were drinking that night. What? Maybe. Oh, okay. Like, I'd been here for, like, a year and kind of was, like, losing faith on, like, why I was sent here. And the night I decided to not be as vigilant as I normally was, I tied one on, and that's the night the hand showed up and I get knocked <laughs> unconscious and it murders the rest of the town. I kind of like that. Ooh, that's a dark backstory. I like it. That's some yeah. angst. That's some yeah, built-in angst. That's some built-in angst in there. I like that. A redemption arc now. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. And I will be the town like lawkeeper as the inquisitor. You know, if this was like a um... no, that doesn't make any sense. If this was a trading town, they would mostly worship Abadar. Why would an inquisitor be in this town? Who said about Abadar? Um, they're a trade god. They're not the only one. No, but I mean, that's like their, their main forte is trade. Which god did you say you're doing? Shaylin. Oh, yeah, so am I. So there you go. So that's how you and I know each other is from the church. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have an inquisitor out here running the church of Shaylin because it is such, well, no, this is a pretty safe place until we came through. <laughs> let's see now I like the idea I've, I've been in town for a year that I was getting visions from Shaylin that this town would need protection and I towards the you know a few nights before Handy destroys it I, I, I kind of lose a bit of faith and that night I'm I'm getting really drunk in the bar so I don't notice women being turned to pigs <laughs> <laughs> a werewolf fights just outside of town. These bear gargles aren't working. Another uh, fucking hand shows up and destroys the town. I get knocked unconscious. I wake up the next morning to uh, to, to to basically have have been just completely failed in my mission. Yeah, half the girls here are pigs. The other half are dogs. Because <laughs> of the werewolf snare. Yeah, I got you. I'm with you. I know you guys are really engrossed in your character building. Even my, even my lamest jokes can't can't make you laugh. That's my theory of comedy. Once a joke falls so far below lame, it it becomes funny again. Mm. <laughs> now the only reason I picked Shaylin was because of the. Um... Ah. What was it? Was I'm picturing like paladins and like warriors from Shaylin, like tuxedo mask types. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the only one that popped up when I typed in Agath... Agathoians? Huh? Agathions. Agathions. Agathions are a race of celestials with animal characteristics native to Nirvana. And it says that uh. that's what... Um, a lot of the the druids from 
my archetype kind of emulate with their with their mask. So I was doing a little research on that because I don't know much about it. Um, so I was thinking I'd be a, a druid that's had maybe been approached. Maybe I don't worship Shaylin necessarily, but maybe one of these Agathions had uh, bonded to my subconscious and has been trying to lead me in ways to help keep peace in the world. That sounds fine. Mm-hmm. They're extra good, extra planar good creatures. Uh, they're just they're like they're like animal angels. Oh, they're they're animal spirits, spirit animals. Well, they're Agathion's asshole. I didn't learn <laughs> to say that. You just call them animal <laughs> spirits. <laughs> Trying to wrap up, but basically, yeah, they're animal spirits. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm trying to wrap my my mind around an Inquisitor and, and the town in general that we're from. Is this a large enough town to need a, um, like a policing force? Uh, generally, it has like some town guards, you know, but uh, a lot of their time is occupied um, doing like the normal town guard stuff in addition to settling disputes between like traders and things like that. They might need someone say to verify the authenticity of something or maybe help negotiate contracts or like you might get hired on to find out if someone's lying about merchandise and things like that. And this is a very trade oriented town. And it is kind of in the wilderness too, right? It's on, it's on a major trade route. It's basically the first stop after a very long stretch of the wilderness that, okay. that, that any actual like goods change hands. So I could I could also just be someone who's there set up in the town as a monster hunter or a um, yeah you know you might have been hired to to like uh, to verify the authenticity of a piece of artwork. Who knows if you're still going with Shaylin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sticking with Shaylin. All right. Yeah, like. You could be there on a holy mission. You knew that there was um, a great uh, romance that was going to begin here and that would inspire an entire region and kind of almost whiz that down your leg. (laughs) And and nobody knew that it was between a necromancer and his giant crawling hand. Well, that wasn't what I was talking about at all, but all right. (laughs) I'll be right back. What were you talking about? Um... Oh, the, the paladin and the um, the farm girl who got swine. Yes. <laughs> One of the farm girls who got swine. I forgot about that. Hmm. All right, so we've got a dwarf druid. We've got um human paladin. Uh, a cat. Kitson. <laughs> What's he playing? Um, Alchemist gunslinger. Yep. And it's uh, Jeff. Just it's Jeff. <laughs> I just I just roll my eyes and roll with it. And you went uh, Inquisitor. He went to smoke. Yeah, I'm sure he did. I'm no, thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Go ahead. You. I was trying to answer you, and I thought, never mind. Oh well. Okay then. <laughs> I just lost track of thoughts. <laughs> Are you going Inquisitor? He asked. Yeah. 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 Right, well, maybe we call it here while Jeff is gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We weren't really getting a lot of entertaining conversation out. 
So. I want I want a cigarette too. I think it's I think it's interesting. We've seen a combat be or a, a campaign be put on hold, and let's discuss what the next step is. We've got a plan going forward, and we've got a yeah. party composition built. I think that's good. I, this is I like character creation conversations in podcasts. Everybody was conversing, really. (laughs) Cut those parts out. The dead air, you know, that'll all vanish. (laughs) Just give me all the work. I just listen to these. I tell Adobe to to pull out uh, all the dead air. And then I add music. And then I listen to it while I play video games. And if something pops up that uh, I go, ooh, that didn't sound right. Then I pause my game. And I go back and fix it. Unfortunately, I'm playing Elden Ring now. You can't pause that. So I have to try to remember through the boss fight what it was that I wanted to fix in the show. And then sometimes I finish the boss fight and I forget what it was I was supposed to fix. It just stays in there. You can't pause? Like to go pee? No. Ugh. (laughs) I pee a lot when I'm playing video games. I don't know if I can play this game. (laughs) Just pee before a boss fight. I'm not going to pee before a boss fight. Sometimes well, I pee in the middle of a boss fight. If it's a scary enough boss fight, I might pee twice. Yeah. So I thought you were just like playing WoW and your boss fights are you know, three days long. <laughs> that was another thing about like MMOs I, I don't like. Like there's no way to pause and go pee. No. Not a fan. Yeah. What was the I mean, what was but the, it's what? also like very scheduled. Or at least when I played, it was very scheduled. It's like, okay, you know, this is game time. So you do all your shit beforehand. I don't group, then, so you know. <laughs> well, this then you're not doing any boss fights because they're only in groups. Right, and I and I never progressed very far, and the game got real boring. So I exactly. Yep. <laughs> it is yeah. not my ideal form of gaming. I missed playing on the, on the, like Nostalgia server and like other legacy servers where it was like people from all over the world in the guild and my like the the person who was the leader of the of the warlocks I felt so bad because there was a huge I think he was Greek or something and it was like I could never tell what the hell he was saying when he was talking <laughs> to me and then they would type and they would give me like my assignment for the thing and the way he typed it it made it like I was always on the wrong target but it was because of the way he typed it and it was just dumb it's like but it was funny <laughs> it was funny how many raids I crashed and didn't realize that I was the reason that they were crashing because they were like yelling at me but I thought they were yelling at somebody else <laughs> funny. Good times. Good times. But that's why it's Elevam and no longer Mavale because everyone just says Elevam, right? Everyone doesn't say Mavale, right? My brain doesn't know what to do when it sees that word. If you know, know my why. my first and middle name, then it makes sense. Yeah, well, what's your middle name? Valentine. Yeah. People have to ask that, though. That's what I'm saying. If you know it, you say it right. But if you don't know it, you say it wrong. Yeah. You say the and I'm, like, not listening because that's not it. And if I spelled it phonetically, then that would also not be it. So (laughs) that's why it's just Elevam now because you read it and and it says Elevam. That's what everybody says. But on Zoom, it still says Maval. It says Mavale Elevam. It says both. Mayvale. 
Don't make me don't make me come over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm gonna freak out if y'all keep saying Kitsune and not Kitsune. All right. Don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna boil it down to Foxboy in a minute. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Hey, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, if you haven't turned it off by now. And today's episode was brought to you by Napoleon Ice Cream. He owns all the flavors. It will conquer your tongue. <laughs> it will conquer your flavor profile. Um, I don't know. Check us out on homebrewdetritus.com. Go look for that episode where Jeff loves all the loot on that episode he's not on. Um, that's a combat-heavy episode, so if you're into those, there you go. Uh... It's like Thanks. you only have to listen to 92 to know what we're actually going, what's actually going on. Yeah. <laughs> website is homebrewtotritus.com. Did I not say that? I don't know. Yeah, you just you said did. our website. Eh, they know it by now. Hopefully. No. But if you've forgotten, it's homebrewdetritus.org backslash net. That is wrong. backslash colon 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 here's where if I'm not lazy I'll just clip in Jeff saying do it from the back do me from the back do me from the back <laughs> oh, I forgot to record all of this. All right, let's start over. Pretend like it's all fresh. Yeah, I'm sure. definitely saying, do me from the back again. <laughs> <laughs>